The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hey there, happy Pride. In this episode, we're going to talk about a bunch of things, but uh, really about like getting back out there after over a year of quarantine and just the strangeness of that. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life and world a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. Welcome to our podcast. You know what's so strange to me? What? Is that we've been doing this podcast for so long. Mm-hmm. And for some, sometimes it's just hard to speak into this microphone. It's mm. so weird. Like if people knew how many times how long it sp- takes for me to start talking. I think they'd be surprised. Sometimes both of us, like, we hit record, and then we're just, there's just silence. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's up with that? I mean, that happens not every single time. It happens when we begin a new batch of podcasts. Mm -hmm. So today we are, today's our day to record several podcasts, and we have not recorded a batch of podcasts for about maybe three weeks now. At least. Yeah, so... So always that first one coming back into a batch is always like, I don't, is it shyness? Is it just feeling ridiculous because no one else is here but us? I don't know. But yet we've been doing this for so long. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's really quite strange. But I guess it's, you know, it's like working out and you have to warm up, you know, start slow, start slow. Because this is a human, it's an organic endeavor. It's not like some kind of, oh, know, flip the switch. No, we're not machines. Awkward. Okay, anyways, <laughs> happy Pride. Yeah, so all happy of a sudden, Pride. well, I guess not all of a sudden, over the course of how long has it been? Five to ten years? Now, well, June is Pride Month, whereas before it used to be just kind of like the Pride festivals happen during... May, June, July. July, around there, when yeah. the weather's May, June, nice. July. And you can be outdoors, and that's when all the Pride festivals... Yeah. And it would be kind of like a, you know, Pride season. Mm-hmm. And you'd have the Long well, Beach Pride, and then LA Pride, and the various mm-hmm. Prides. But now, it's June. And it... Now it's June, and it's a little bit... You know what? I guess, I guess everyone wants to spread out the celebrating... So I think because I used to, I I would always wonder like, well, why isn't Pride Month or Pride season inclusive of October, which houses National Coming Out Day? Okay. That's a big day, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that day was claimed for some time now. So it's like, why didn't, why didn't they build around October? 
Well, let's spread it out throughout the year because yes. So I think there's reasons for celebrating because now there's Lesbian Visibility Day. (laughs) There's all (laughs) kinds of days to be had. Cracks me up. Um, And I think you can just like if you have a love for a day, a love for a uh, a reason to celebrate, you can kind of just get your own day out there. Make a hashtag. Be consistent. Spread the word. Our friend Ingrid uh, from the Conscious Cat has created Tortoiseshell Appreciation Day, which is uh, April sixteenth. For people who don't know, tortoiseshell is the oh, term for a type of what coat pattern coloring coloring that a cat mm-hmm. like. It's, they're not black. They're not calico. They're not white. They're tortoiseshell. Yeah, they're a tortoiseshell cat. It's very specific too. So I don't want us to mess that up, mess that up. So let's not go into okay, this okay. Yeah, specificity not... of a tortoiseshell cat. Anyways, so happy Pride Month. And um, happy Pride all year long. Exactly. It. I was just about to say there will be someone who, who will correct you saying that it's not just a month. So thank you, Toast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that today we are recording this on National Donut Day. So... Everyone has a day, everyone mm-hmm. has a month, there's a season and a reason, <laughs> and always something to celebrate. So, speaking of, Toast just had her birthday. Happy birthday! Thank you! Um, and I don't Sienna know why my voice birthday. went up, like, several... And mine followed. Followed yours. Yes, our birthdays are actually 25 days apart. We're born in the same year, 25 days apart. Um, and celebrating, you know... It's kind of just like a down home, <laughs> very just boring in your house type celebration. <laughs> we are really boring, you know. In many ways, we're very boring lesbians. Like like many other low key, you know, domestic oriented, soft spoken. You know what? Just we quiet. might be boring. We're not flashing. We're not like out doing shots and dancing on bar top you know, bar counters and... Yeah, but but you um, see... And yet, we're still lesbians. Does that make things lesbians. exciting? I don't necessarily think that the, all that makes it exciting. But anyways, yeah, we're pretty boring. Um, <laughs> but I will say that boring is underrated because, um, you know, if it's kind of boring, hey, be grateful. That's right. <laughs> And you know, you are boring too because you're listening to us. <laughs> okay, anyway. We have the we should have um boring people month. <laughs> right? Yes. Pride in boring. Or or just you know what? No, not a whole month. Oh no, actually no, yeah, a whole month because then you really will feel the boringness Boredom. of the month. Okay, anyway. <laughs> we didn't plan on covering this topic. All right. Um so Toast had her birthday. Uh, as you know, I had a birthday. I think we had mentioned it. We um, Okay, so for Toast's birthday, we are actually, we had a lot of different plans, but we are going to, Toast actually would like to start, she's done some research, so we are going to be creating the container garden and doing all kinds of fun things, helping to bring more nature to where we are right now, where we live. Um so that's exciting. So we're going to be doing that to help celebrate. Yes. Um, 
We did enjoy some Japanese food for Toast's birthday and finally found a pretty good Japanese restaurant. So I'm excited Decent. about that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know it could have used some zhuzhing, but it Passable. was like it wasn't. It's worse to me when it's over, when something is overly tasty. Right. Then, you know, then when they put too it's like much of the They're trying vinegar. too hard. Yeah. I prefer yeah. like just go lighter. Mm-hmm. See, boring versus <laughs> the overly tasty. But, um, but for my birthday, when we went to, we went to go pick up uh, a cake because it had gotten, I normally just love making my own cake. Um, I actually enjoy it. People are like, you had to make your own cake, but I, I enjoy it. So it's, it's a pleasure for me. But this year, um, it was so hectic around my birthday that we decided let's buy a cake. So, um, we went to Petunia's, which is a gluten-free vegan bakery in Portland. They make beautiful, delicious goods and um, we were really excited to actually go downtown and go and pick up this cake because we really don't go out yet. And um, so we're driving around then. And, and here's the thing, too. My birthday, I was born on Mother's Day. Um, sometimes my birthday actually falls on Mother's Day again. Uh, this year it did. Little we weren't. Sometimes we forget that. And so... We're here thinking excited about going to pick up the cake and we pass the store and we see a long line. We're like, oh my God, what? We got to stand in that line. So we start looking for parking. We cannot find parking because they closed off part of the street for whatever reason. Yeah, I couldn't figure out. I didn't see why, why were they, they were doing, doing that. Were they yeah. preparing for construction or preparing for like, you know, I don't know. refreshing the street paint? But it was giving us uh, Grammy flashbacks, um, if you heard some of our Grammy podcasts, of them actually closing off the street in the late morning, which makes you have to park so far away and trek it in your in your well, black tie attire. All the way in the sun. First world problems. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, all the one-way streets. For oh, some reason in downtowns. Goodness. For some reason, I don't I don't understand why, but it would I would be interested if somebody, you know, a city planning traffic um, engineer would explain why are there so many one way streets in downtowns? But that's how it is in Portland downtown yeah. also. And, you know, if you don't if you're not super familiar with the area, then it's it's a little challenging. You have to be on hyper alert and you're, mm-hmm. you're caught in a lane and it's like, oh, you have to turn right. And then you sometimes know? you end up going back on the freeway. <laughs> Little right. did you know that that was your only option. Fortunately, we didn't have to do that this time. But, you know, and Portland's downtown is is like one compared to the oh, LA downtown, which is a LA. 10 in terms of gnarliness. But yeah. so that was great. It's but, like six lanes but yeah, versus so we're, two to three. <laughs> so we're driving. We're driving in Portland's downtown, which is so tame and light. And it's beautiful. It's clean. Well, parts of it. Parts of it. Right? Yeah. But but. Once we get um, caught in the realization that, oh, there's construction and blocked off and now we have to force to turn, you know, right, 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 just to keep trying to stay in the area of this bakery that we're trying to get to. And there's no street parking. Once I realize that. What? What? 
but we got into mode because our bodies knew how to handle this. Yeah. Our LA-ness came out and we were like, okay, we sat up straight. F we this. We started looking. Not, not <laughs> messing around. <laughs> we were like, we can do this. We're equipped. <laughs> and then once, so once we saw that, okay, street parking, all the, all the lots are taken. The one-way streets are starting to come into effect. At that point, it was like, you know what? I'm just going to just yank the steering wheel into the first public parking lot that mm-hmm. we see. Mm-hmm. So I do that. Um, and then... And there's one stall available and, uh, yeah. in that tiny little lot. And I was lot. like, that's mine. Yeah. And I do see that there is an electronic kiosk to pay for your parking mm-hmm. there. And I'm already, I'm like prepared to use it. I know our license plate number. You mm-hmm. know, I'm re- I know how this goes. But then we walk up to there and you know how... There's a readout, there's a panel, a screen on the electronic kiosk, and with the glare of the sun, (laughs) you can't even read it. And I wasn't sure if that's what was happening or if um, it was just not on. Well, it turns out it was just not on. So (laughs) it's just blank. And there, there are signs adjacent to the kiosk they should have put well, the sign the on the screen yeah but no it's adjacent to the kiosk and the sign says to download an app in order to pay for your parking and as soon as i saw that sign you I lost knew. it you well, lost I just, it a little it, no i internally <laughs> internally i just made a note of like all of this whole incident is we're going to talk about this on the podcast <laughs> i knew and the thing too is when you're standing there at the kiosk mm-hmm there's so there's so much stuff to read. The kiosk has all these notes on it. The sides of it have things to read. There's all kinds of signs because of yeah. the business we're at. Mm-hmm. And then you're finding you're trying to look for the sign that pertains to this kiosk, yeah. hoping there is a sign. You have to be because a good everything student. you're reading on the kiosk doesn't help you, <laughs> right? So, anyways, toast. I can tell. I can tell. I'm like, yeah. oh, oh no. So as soon as so, I see that, I was like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm, you know. This is what you got to do. You got to download the app. Um, and as and I also thought, you know, right now, like start the timer now, because how many hundreds of times longer is this going to take than it would have taken to just put a damn quarter in a parking meter and just go brink and that's yeah, it that's and it. walk away. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. that was interesting. So, you know, the so technology is, worked. Yeah. So Toast is downloading her app. Download the app. But then her phone doesn't recognize her face because she has a mask on. So then she's ripping her mask. So I'm she's ripping her double mask yeah, so off. I'm mumbling to start again. swear words as I pull down the mask <laughs> like a couple of times. And to so set up I am passwords and So I'm stuff. I'm here, right? We're we drove we were driving the the day started with driving over to petunias feeling feeling pretty happy i feel pretty happy i'm like yay because i'm i'm taking some time off so i feel pretty happy but i'm i'm witnessing toast you know just increasingly getting more and more irritated you know from the from the sh- from the long line at petunias from the street closures from the the little lot we turned into the the last lonely stall from the kiosk and nothing on the screen to finding the sign and then going an app then doesn't recognize her fa- I mean I'm seeing all of this ha- all of this happen and then then 
then she's work. So the app, she, she, she installs the app. We're almost, we're almost home. I create the account. Yeah. Create the account. And then it's time for the credit card. And I just knew because I could see her and it's very rare that to- toast is the, is the cool cucumber in this house. She's the cool cucumber, but today was not a cool cucumber day. So I'm like, I have to, I, I got to be the cool cucumber. <laughs> so, I, so I just, <laughs> I just grabbed the phone, took over because I'm like, I can do this so fast, easy. I have a system because I shop online. I shop from my phone. I can do this. Sienna has I developed that skill and that skill of online shopping from her iPhone came in very handy. Because, yeah, when it came to the credit part, yeah. part that was, was it like, for was you. Like, You're like, that is it. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I can't just put a quarter into this? <laughs> Anyways, so that was our little ordeal. Um, but first word problem. Yes. And, uh, you know, there really is and so the much cake to was celebrate. great. The cake was fantastic. Um, I will be making toast. Uh, some strawberry shortcake cupcakes this weekend. So excited for that. Uh, some other news we have been doing. Um, we have been doing a little bit more music since the pandemic, but we will be participating in the Gaithersburg Ook Fest, which is on June 12th. So check it out. Just go to gaithersburgookfest.com. We'll have the link in the notes. Mm-hmm. And of course, especially if you like Ook. It's yep. really intriguing. And also, they've had people from all over the world, like I literally know, from all over amazing. the world and other continents and stuff, um, which is which is something that has been an unexpected positive, I would say, of the pandemic and the lockdowns we've all been in. I mean, literally around the world. Mm-hmm. So um, I know that myself... You know, we wouldn't have been participating in these types of things if it hadn't been for the Mm -hmm. pandemic. Um, And while, of course, in-person gatherings are fantastic and wonderful and we want to do that, it's healthy, it's it's good. um, I got to say, you know, there's also something to be said for being aware of um, your fellow human beings in other time zones, too. Yeah. And just having a greater awareness that um you know we all really do affect each other even though we are distant yep yep so anyways i don't know how many of you are already out there (laughs) and have rejoined society in a big way in a physical close way but we have not yet we have been dipping our toe in the water um, we are sort of getting our energy reserves up in order to, to rejoin in that more physical way. I feel so, so about it all, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's because, and I, that's valid. And I think that's another healthy, uh, awareness and realization and thing to be open about mm. in our even in our public life, like mm-hmm. talking with each other about how we really feel. 
yeah. <laughs> about socializing and, and all of that stuff, making conscious choices and stuff instead mm-hmm. of just being like, oh, how are you? Oh, fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> like being yeah. more real about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, well, here, like, I know, I mean, there's never been a time like this pandemic. Correct. Right? For us in our, in in our, our living experience, right? That's there's right. There's never been that time. So, and for, to, yeah, and for three generations at least before us too. So to experience what it, what it feels like to be in a cave, and I'm speaking from an empath introvert perspective. Okay. Um, well, my own em- empath introvert expe- mm-hmm. perspective to actually experience what that's like. Um, I will say for myself that it was really rejuvenating and um, it felt very safe. And I'm not talking about pandemic safe, right? Not not safety. Not disease safe. Yeah, just more like um, emotionally safe and um, protected um, mm. on that emotional level. And so to actually experience that because when would I have experienced that otherwise yeah when do you have I would have yeah when could I have the social not just the social permission but the social encouragement yeah to Mm -hmm. just keep to yourself right so it's been it's it was a good experience for me and I think it was um it also helped me to fill my well to actually feel more creative But if you've been listening to the podcast and you heard the DMV episode, then when I was out there, it was like, it just felt like needles, you know, just that, the just being out there in the energy. Mm-hmm. So, so I am, I am hesitant, but I also know that I can't live in this bubble. You That's know, not healthy either. Right. Connection yeah. is so important to healing, to one's ultimate health. Um, connection is is a huge factor in in actually healing your physical being if you have if you're suffering from certain health ailments, but also longevity. Uh, you feel happier. I mean, there's so many things connected to um, the power of human connection, like in person connection. Yeah. Yeah. And so I know it's not good to for me to just stay in this safe little bubble. Mm-hmm. So. I'm game. I'm going to be back out there. I'm not just going to stay in this bubble. Of course not. But I know for myself, you know, I need to start slowly. Yes. You know, like not just accept an invitation to go to a concert. (laughs) With hundreds of people. Yeah. Around. As my second outing after the DMV. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) You know, I have to know my capacity. Like, what's my capacity? In terms of, you know, like prior not just the to, amount of people, but the length of time that you're out there. You mean? Length of time. Yeah. Because prior to the pandemic, I feel like my capacity was around three, three to four hours before I really start to feel drained. And this is with maybe like two to four people. Hmm. I see. You know, that's max. Like that's like, OK, bye. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it's at that anymore. You know, so maybe start with one hour, two hour. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then and then really refreshing my, um, you know, protective energy tools, mm. like the energy bubble, 
you know, maybe using some of our aromatherapy and flower essences for protection, like just kind of um, looking back at the tools I used to use. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think we also need to acknowledge that for highly sensitive people and empaths or empaths, because they're different, Mm -hmm. right? I I don't know the exact difference, but... um, but the, the fact that we're coming out of over a year of lockdowns and global pandemic and stuff, there's just a whole layer of psychological uh, stress or worry, anxiety about being with other people, period. Just because of airborne, mm-hmm. you know, like, so even yep. if intellectually, you know, you might be like, oh, no, it's actually safe. Yeah, there's again you know the in human nature it's not just the you can just you can't just make a switch you know so i think you know i that. i was watching um an instagram story of this person that i follow okay and he was uh he needed to get uh from point a to point b for a speaking engagement he was one of the speakers there and he was on his um flight people are boarding boarding the plane one woman, so everyone's on the plane. One woman refused to put her mask on. Oh, boy. Is this too sensitive to talk about? No. Okay, one woman refused to put her mask on the airplane, and um, they were just arguing back and forth on the plane. Who's they? The, um, the flight attendants, soon the captain, and this woman. So who would was... not leave the plane oh. nor put her mask on wow. while people are all on the plane. Wow. So they actually, oh um, the plane, it was actually delayed 50 minutes in total. Five zero? Five zero because oh, they had to have everyone, the, the protocol for the airlines, they had to have everyone off. Everyone <gasps> had to now deplane. What? So they could clean and get it, get it good again. Oh and that woman was not allowed back on the airplane how did she even get on board i don't know i didn't i was you know this is all through an instagram story but yeah i was just like wow and 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 he missed his he missed his um, speaking engagement and and what happened to everybody else who also have their lives that you know they planned this trip yeah oh my god but what i loved is the uh (sighs) you know part of the story included the captain apologizing to everyone, but really talking about safety. And um, I appreciated his words because it just, it, it felt very calming. It felt very calming oh, wow. and just like, it's very you know, we'll get through this. Everyone, we're, you know, we're so close to it. We still have to follow some protocols. It's for everyone's safety. We don't know everything yet. And um, so I appreciate your cooperation. And I was just like, that would really calm me if I started to get all upset about it. Yeah, that, yeah that's very impressive. And then coming the from the captain, mm-hmm. you know, I love that. So anyways, just wanted to share that and what makes us feel connected and not. And um, oh, society. So many okay. thoughts. Anyways, <laughs> it looks okay. like you have a few things. Well, to one say, of my so thought, one of my thoughts it. was, you know, I would, I, my, in my imagination, mm-hmm. a person who would refuse to wear a mask mm-hmm. like that, yeah, um, 
would be exiled from the tribe yeah. and left out in the wilderness to try and fend for themselves. Okay. That's, a, that's what would happen in my imagination, you know, before... If, if we were back to being in our indigenous tribes. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Bef- yeah. Maybe before the agricultural revolution, even. Or maybe during the oh, agricultural okay. revolution. Okay. I don't know. So not but, that far. But you know not what I mean? Like, okay. like, just in terms of human beings as a species. It's like, you're going to be like that? I think as a tribe, um, yeah, just, you would Jesus. wear anyway. your mask. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're so silly. Okay. You All gotta laugh sometimes. To you gotta say... laugh. I don't know how many times I've said that this whole past five years. Five years? Don't get me started on the Trump. Oh, years. five years. Ah, okay. Oh my God. Um, so, all of this to say that even if you have been one of the people like myself who have felt just safer and have, has had more energy being in this quarantine bubble, Get out there. Stretch at your own yourself. pace. Yes, but definitely at your own pace. Take your time. Uh, but definitely plan in your schedule moments to get out there um, that feel safe to you. You know, and again, maybe start with the local coffee shop. Go and get yourself a coffee just to be around maybe six people. You know? Maybe your next level might be farmer's market, outdoors, little more people looking at goods made by your neighbors and local artisans. Maybe that's the next thing, you know, and then when you're doing uh, things with your friends, maybe, maybe start with the one friend versus, you know, your group of six, uh, just go at your own pace. Stay as long as it just and as as your energy capacity allows. Yeah, and have and that, and, and that's totally okay. In fact, it's, it's so preferable. Okay. Oh my gosh, what a gift this reset of um, a historic pandemic is. Yeah. Really, like, let's not blow it. Let's take the opportunity to make some really conscious, considered choices mm-hmm. about how we spend our time. Yeah. Who we spend our yes. time with, what we spend our time doing mm-hmm. with them. Like, what a great excuse we have to to set a new normal mm-hmm. that that's more life supporting. That doesn't come yeah. out of just purely feelings of obligation only. Right, right. You know? It's and great. for our extrovert friends who I know you guys are already out there. Have at it. <laughs> Have at it. Just still stay safe. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because it's still still not over. Stay safe. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast. As always, reminding you, encouraging you, live your love story. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us, and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. 
Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.